Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 21, Dorothy's Prized Pupil. Yeah, um, this was an interesting one to get into. Do you even remember, like, what we pre-ranked it as last time we recorded? I do not remember. I don't either, but I definitely have some thoughts that I think... (laughs) (laughs) And then that came in my mind as I watched this, which never crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. To me, this episode almost feels like a lost episode. Yeah. Of the Colton Curls. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Maybe that's why it's not really talked about that Mario Lopez was on the Golden Girls. Yeah, yeah. I forget. But then I remember and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the episode. But, you know, you forget it exists almost every time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get into some um, adult education. So, the description of this episode is, One of Dorothy's students writes a prize-winning essay on what it means to be an American. After this, the Department of Immigration and Naturalization Services reveals that the boy is in the country illegally. Mm. Oh, no. Um, So, it was written by Susan Harris and Christopher Lloyd. Okay, and um, the it was directed by Terry Hughes. The guest stars <laughs> in this episode were Mario Lopez as Mario, um, John Brandit, Braden as Sam Burns, Danny Goldman as Man in Theater, and Chip Olcock as Bert Nesbitt. All right. That guy gets a whole name. He does. He was in there for like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, he really does. And I want to point out right now okay. that Dorothy says his name Mario the whole time. Yes. She doesn't even pronounce it's, it right. Or maybe do no. we not pronounce it right? No, it's, I mean, I thought it was Mario. Yeah. But everybody else says Mario. That's true. And she goes out of her way to say Mario. I maybe that's her. like her accent. I don't know. Like a northern thing. I know. Maybe it's like her New York kind of deal. Who knows? I don't know. Well, this episode aired on Pi Day in 1987, March 14th. Pi Day. I love Pi Day. I love Pi. I also love Pi. It's so good. Um, I want a pecan pie. A pecan. A pecan pie. I I call it pecan. pecan. I go back and forth, but when I say pecan pie, I say pecan. Oh, I say pecan pie. That's the only time that it matters when you're saying it is when you're talking about pie. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. anywho, uh, so on this day, the world's lady figure skating champ in Cincinnati championship in Cincinnati was won by Katrina Witt, and ladies' figure skating was a big deal back then. I mean, it still kind of is. Um, okay. The New York's Mets Daryl Strawberry charges Boston Red Sox pitcher Al Nieper. During spring training exhibition game, and it causes a bench-clearing brawl. Ooh, a brawl? Yes, a brawl. What? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I know, right? How and about then, these sports? 
<laughs> right. And then um, Sammy Giannicola, I, I say that completely wrong, I apologize. Um, she was born, and that is, um, if you don't know who she is, she is the Sammy from Jersey Shore. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's funny. So That's really funny. Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. The great, great. Oh, and then I have a, one more thing. Sorry. Um, Ooh, another the movie Blind Date was released. Um, oh, it was very fun. popular during this week. And um, that movie was directed by Blake Edwards and it was starring Kim Basinger, Bruce Willis, and John LaRoquette. La- 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 mm-hmm. Sorry. And William Daniels. I've never seen that movie, but I love Bruce Willis. Me either. Yeah. And when I think of Bruce Willis, I know. He's done so much in his life and in his career, but I just can't help but think of him and tie him to friends. Oh, (laughs) the dad, yeah. Yeah, like, you are a neat guy. Yeah, and then he, like, turns emotional and too emotional. Oh, yeah, super sensitive, yeah. Yeah, so funny. (laughs) Love that. Okay, some fun facts that I found about this Golden Girls episode on IMDb are when Sophia walks through the swing door into the living room, the girls yell, surprise! And in the next shot, she's standing next to the door and it swings widely. A hand can be seen coming from inside the kitchen to stop the door when it swings back. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Um, Also, this is a cool one that I did not know. This isn't the first time that B. Arthur and Mario Lopez worked together. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they worked together on AKA Pablo, which oh. uh, Mario Lopez was on. Ironically, Arthur per- portrayed a xenophobic press agent. Mm. Yeah, so interesting, the theme. <sighs> and this is a fun fact, but I think it's very important. It's not a fun fact, really, though. Um, Mario's country of origin is never named. Yeah, that's weird. Isn't it weird? I don't like that. I don't either. Because people just assume. Yeah, I, like, thought long and hard about this episode, and I have a lot of thoughts. Um, but I go back and, well, no, I don't really go back and forth. My brain at first thought, that's really messed up, and I still feel that way. But then I thought maybe at the time they were trying to make his story, like, more relatable to people. Oh, maybe he is an immigrant in general. Yeah, but I think at this, like, point in time, I think we know that it's really important to, like, show representation and be specific about your representation. Right. So people know. I mean, people can still relate to his story, even if they're not from his specific country. But it really could, like, paint a picture and make him, like, a real person. Right. Because, I mean, I don't really... You're you're making it more personable when he has a home of origin. Yeah. And I know we'll talk about it more, but, like, it just added to the whole episode just really being about Dorothy when it seems like they were trying to... Um, talk about yeah send a message but honestly at the end of the day what was the message right exactly i don't i don't know yeah so well let's get on to on golden girls so we can talk about it okay 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 so dorothy's prize pupil the episode 
begins with Rose coming home from where we, we don't know, but she's coming home and Sophia is about to leave. And I loved this part because Sophie is going to, like, the president is in town or something and they're going to see his wife. Mm -hmm. And they go back and forth and back and forth where she's like, is it this lady? And Rose is like, no, that person's on this. And they're like, is that that lady? No, they were on this. It feels just like, like conversations we have. Yeah, we we have that conversation all the time of, wait, was this person in this movie? And it's like a fun mystery to see, like, where you know a person from. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah. So, um, Blanche comes out looking gorgeous in this beautiful red dress. Mm -hmm. I think she looks amazing. And, you know, yeah, she wants everybody to tell her how good she looks. And Sophia says, what's the difference? In half an hour, it'll be crumpled on the floor next to an empty bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh, my gosh. Accurate, though. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. And that's, and that's, and doesn't really ruffle Blanche's feathers. Nope. (laughs) I know. But Rose says, Rose is like kind of judgy here, like with her face and her Mm -hmm. look. She says, Blanche is kind of (laughs) risque. I mean, let her wear what she wants to wear, Rose. I mean, you're not going to change Blanche. I know. And also like, how is it risque? I know. It was not. Is it because it's it's red? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe red is a daring color. Mm. But, like, I look looking at I mean, it wouldn't matter if it was, but it's really not. No, not at I all. Di- I didn't think it was. Either. I don't know. So, Blanche is getting ready for some event because I also have some questions about this event that she's going to. She says she's going on a date, and then later she says she's going to a party. Or maybe she says she's going to a party first, but then when she leaves, she says her, like, her date, like, she's getting ready. Like, it's really confusing. It's either a date or a party. Well, maybe the date is going to a party. She has a party, a date for the party. Yeah, maybe. You're right. You're right. Okay. That helped. Thank y'all. So, Blanche is getting ready, and she asks that Rose give her back her earrings that Rose had borrowed. Mm. And Rose is, like, insistent that she put the earrings back in her room in Blanche's room and Blanche is like no you didn't you lose things all the time she just assumes mm-hmm. that Rose lost her things yeah yeah I feel and bad for Rose at this part I do too because she's very insistent that she didn't like um, yeah. Blanche almost like convinces her that she lost. I agree with that. I agree with that, especially when we find out at the end what happens. But yeah, yeah, I felt like, like they should have probably dug down a little deeper to see. Okay, well, where did when did you last borrow them? Like they should have gone yeah. through the process. They should have investigated yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, this is another similarity between me and Rose where I lose things a lot. Yes. And I related to her, like, because when I, I know I'm prone to losing things. So when I know that I give, like, someone back their things or I know I didn't lose something, I can be very specific. And Rose even says, no, I put them right here. Right. And I'm like, yes, she totally did because she remembers it clearly. Right. And Blanche kind of convinces her that she didn't. Yeah. But I love there's like a running joke through the whole episode. Did you see her checking her watch? Yes. And then it kept not being there. <laughs> I love that part. That part cracks me up. I know. I didn't realize 
I don't remember this episode a lot, but I didn't realize that it was going to be a running joke. Like, throughout yeah. the episode, she just looks at the clock and then or yeah. lo- tries to look at her watch and nothing's there. Yeah. I love it. So, Blanche, uh, after that, Blanche comes into the kitchen and she finds Dorothy and a young baby Mario oh Lopez he in the kitchen. He is precious. Adorable. He's so cute. He has oh the gosh. cutest little smile. Still oh does. Gosh, I know. He does. Oh my gosh. Can I? I'm like waiting for the moment when I can share this. My friend recommended this that I watched this Mario Lopez, um, like short film. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's, mm. I just have to preface it's not good, but that's oh. like why you watch it. It's like a lifetime 20 minute movie that was like sponsored by Kentucky Fried Chicken. And in the movie, it's called um, A Recipe for Seduction. Oh, and it, my. I know. It, in the movie, Mario Lopez plays Colonel Sanders. Oh, my gosh. I'm Googling yeah. a picture of this right now. Oh, my gosh, Jenna. It's so bizarre but i need to try and get as many people to watch it as possible it's not it's called a recipe for seduction but it's not that like it's not that spicy um it's just my i don't want to spoil it or anything but if you like if you like watching bad things you need to take 20 minutes to google this and watch it it's that is hysterical he looks hysterical yeah he like he it's like a sexy colonel sanders yeah but the thing about it is is it's really not that spicy but like he has this like recipe and he falls in love with this girl and she's engaged to somebody and like the acting is i mean mario lopez is probably the star because but the rest of the acting is not not great (laughs) it's so bizarre but like i enjoyed myself watching it i think about it like semi-often so i have to share that in the thank you for the recommendation yeah Yeah, that's my recommendation (laughs) i have to say something about it and of course we have to mention saved by the bell which i love obviously so good yeah so good love him um because this is right before saved by the bell he was so good when he was on dancing with the stars too Oh, I never watched that. He was really good on Dancing with the Stars. I'm sure he was. He, like, is a great dancer. Yeah. He's, He's amazing. so attractive. He really is. His dimples, they're so cute. He was on Grease Live, too. Okay, let's see what movies he was in. Yeah, he was the, um... Holiday in Handcuffs. Guy. Oh, my gosh. These are all just <gasps> yes! cheesy. Oh, my gosh. No, watch Holiday in Handcuffs. That's a fun one. That's a really fun one. He's, like, trapped with this girl who's, like, making him pretend to be his girlfriend. Or his boyfriend. Yeah, to pretend to be his boyfriend. Her girl. So you understand what I mean. Yes. So fun. No, he's had a fun career. He has. Honestly, he can do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah, he can. Good for him. <laughs> okay, so in this moment, he is at the table with Dorothy. And, um... She... She... I I love I've wanted to use this comeback ever since I watched the episode at school where he says, Why do I have to learn algebra? And she says, Because I had to learn how to teach it. You know, I used that this week because of this you episode. <laughs> I said, I am taking this back to the classroom. This is amazing. And yes. <laughs> right. Because I had kids asking, oh, what were they asking? 
it was something about the periodic table or something. Yeah. And why do we have to learn this? Like, because I have to teach it. <laughs> I think someone, I kind of used it on my own. No one said, why do we have to learn this? But I'm doing a research project with my kids. And I was like, Appar- I said, we're doing this because I am supposed to teach you this. <laughs> <laughs> I No one asked. But I felt like I had to say it anyway. I was inspired by Dorothy. Mm -hmm. Um, So Dorothy is obsessed with Mario's essay. Mm. And she reads. No, it's not. I lied. No, it's an essay. It's an essay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, She reads it to Blanche. And I love how she's like very encouraging to him. And like, you know you know, wants to show off his work. And she reads his essay um, about being in America and, like, comparing it to being in the movies and how you feel like you're friends with everybody because you have, like, a shared experience. Yeah. Now, um, question. You- Why is he over there? Is he t- is she tutoring him? Yes, yes, she's tutoring him. But if he's a prized pupil, why is she tutoring him? Maybe she's... Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe she, maybe there's certain subjects that he's being tutored in that he yeah. needs more than others. Yeah. Um, maybe he just needs I don't a little know. extra encouragement. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm not really sure. I don't know. They don't anyway. really say. Because he's a great writer. Yes. Um, I love to watch Mario's face during yes. oh the reading gosh. of the essay. He's, like, so proud of himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so well, he, he seems embarrassed, then she starts reading it, and he's like, ooh, no, I like this. Keep going. Take it from the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Blanche, I mean, sorry. Um, so he leaves, and once he leaves, Dorothy kind of talks about, like, um, how she loves him because he seems like he has a real thirst for knowledge. Oh. Which is I cool. <laughs> I know, right? What is that? I, I know, right? <laughs> when you see it, it is very much like, oh my gosh, you you want to learn what I'm telling you? Yeah. You're asking me questions? Like, what? <laughs> About the topic? Yeah, so weird. You're not what asking me for my TikTok username? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Blanche kind of tells Dorothy about the fact that Rose lost her earrings and, um... Blanche really lays it on thick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, well, Rose comes in and she says, I didn't intend to keep those earrings my whole life like my mama did. Oh, my God. And her grandmama did before. <laughs> I'm like, dang. And apparently the earrings were fashioned from Civil War bullets that killed her great granddaddy. Oh, my gosh. Well, like, I'm just wondering, why would you keep that? I don't know. Was it like I, a trophy or something? I don't, I don't I know. That's like really that's gross. Weird. That is so weird. But hopefully... <laughs> I mean, it's just a story, so, like, I mean, someone just wrote it down, so hopefully, I mean, a part of me thinks that people probably did that. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't want to think about it anymore. Anyway. So, <clears throat> Rose decides, like, on her own, Blanche does guilt her, but she doesn't really, like, suggest any way to, like, for Rose to pay her back, I guess. Um, Rose comes up with this idea that... They did a lot in St. Olaf. She's going to be her Wienfrugen. Oh my gosh. Um, Love this. Yeah, it's kind of a good idea um, that you're someone's personal servant and you help them out. Right. Um, so that's interesting. Um, 
So in the subtitles, it's the Frugen is a fr with an R. So it's Veden Frugen. But Vieden, I could have sworn uh, Veden Rugen. F Frugen. Frugen. But but when Betty White says it, it almost sounds like she's saying Veden Fluge oh, with an L. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide what it actually is. I'm gonna go with the subtitles and say Veden <laughs> Frugen. But Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we go forward and we kind of see Rose actually being or trying to be Blanche's Wiedenflugen. Blanche is like uncomfortable with it at first. Like she doesn't really want Rose to do her things for her. Oh, but don't worry. But, she gets comfortable with it pretty yeah, quickly. Don't, <laughs> I was honestly like super surprised that she was hesitant at all. I know. I was too. Yeah, it was weird. But don't worry. We'll get there. Um, but this is where we kind of learn, like, Rose isn't doing it because she actually feels, like, sad that Blanche doesn't have those earrings. She's doing it because she feels guilty and wants to clear her conscience. Right. So, like, I don't know. I I never really thought about it, but it's kind of like when you're apologizing to somebody and you're really just apologizing to kind of make yourself feel better. Yeah. And not like, really That's not to, the point like, of it. Yeah. It, yeah. So I was kind of like, mm, okay, whatever. But I mean, isn't, I feel like a lot of times that is why people apologize. Um, I agree. So, oh, I forgot to mention this, but Dorothy comes in and talks about how Mario won a contest. Um, at that, the scene before this, she had talked about how she was going to enter him in a contest. Right. Um, like a writing contest because his essay was so good. And she comes in and talks about how he won the contest, which Yay. is good for him. Great. Go Mario. I know Mario won the contest. Uh, um, and it's kind of cute. I, It's like a cute little community. They want to like throw a, like a party for him. Like, yeah. Um, so that's lovely, I guess. Um, I wonder if like, relationships with teachers and students were like that like that personal back then like i feel like it probably was weird to go to your team i'm sure it was convenience for like the show for it to be at their house but like isn't it weird that he's like at their house so much yeah i felt the same way like i and maybe that's the 80s but i've never invited a child to my house never will yeah it's a little yeah, no. It. I feel like maybe that's a show thing, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyway, it's it's cute that they're excited for him. Um, yeah. They talk about how they want to do a surprise party, and the girls kind of, like, all, like, like, Blanche and Rose all both tell stories about how they've thrown surprise parties, and Rose tells a story about how they killed someone's grandma on island at, for her 100th birthday oh surprise. Gosh. Um, I thought that was a funny story. So bad. I know, I know. It was. Um, Rose really witnessed a lot of things that are pretty terrifying. Well, she truly did. Yeah. Um, and then Blanche um, begs Dorothy, like, please, can I plan this party? I love planning a party. Like, she wants to plan it so bad. And then Dorothy finally says, okay, you can plan it, and, like, leaves. And I love this line. She turns back, Blanche turns back, and looks at Rose and says, Rose, plan a party. Yeah. 
<laughs> so good. Great. Do you um, think she just okay. wanted to, like, wanted yes. to plan it, so? Yes. That's so funny. <laughs> Actually, I think Rose, I think Blanche truly does love to throw a party, but I love the delivery of her line. Like, oh, yeah. She had Blanche, to have been, like, plotting that. Yeah. Throw a party. <laughs> um... So we kind of cut forward and Blanche is very, very comfortable with the concept of a Wiedenflügen. And um, she has this like terrible line about like, I love Wiedenflügens. If we had had them in the old days, we wouldn't have had to do fight that disruptive civil war. I'm like, oh my oh. gosh, yeah. Oh, like, okay. I don't think it was, lo- I think it was, it's part of that thing that they do a lot where they make fun of her. Yeah. For being, like, a Southerner that's, like, swept up in the, in being Southern. Yeah. I think, I think that's the Golden Girls more making fun of her character than actually going with it. Which I never realized growing up that the show was making fun of her, in a way. Or Dorothy would be making fun of her. So I kind of, that's something that I've really gotten out of rewatching it again. So, um, Mario and Dorothy... There's a picture of the two of them in the contest and Dorothy is like so ashamed because she thinks the photo is super ugly and the girls are awful and they're like, ooh, like they see it and they're like, ugh. Oh my god! And they're so, so mean. Nice. They're so mean. And, yeah. and Blanche even says, now that's ugly. Like, oh geez, gosh. come on, guys. I thought Be we were nice past making fun of her looks. Oh, I know. Mm. Yeah. So, um, the, you know, this is a surprise party. So they're getting ready to surprise Mario. And, you, you know, the whole, it's what I love is that they before they kind of build up um, like surprise parties with that story that Rose said about how they killed the, the hundred year old grandma right. with the surprise party. And when they go to surprise Mario, mm-hmm. they surprise Sophia. Like, I don't know if that was intentional, but... Yeah. In my mind, when I watch it every time, I'm thinking like, oh, no, they're going to kill her because they killed Grandma Island in that way. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, you didn't? See, I think of it every time. So I just think of it as they didn't realize who it was. Yeah, see, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they could have killed her. She could have died. Whew. I don't know. I'm glad she but, didn't. Um, yeah. But Mario comes in and, you know, they make him come back in for his surprise. And they're all so proud of him for winning the contest. And I have a question. Why don't they invite his family or anybody else to their or, surprise yeah. party? Yeah. I, I mean. Like. Kind of weird. Yeah. So something about this episode. I feel like that's an example of them it almost feels like they're going out of their way to not, like, make him a real person. You know? Right. Like, yeah. all we know about Well, Mario... they don't talk about... <clears throat> they don't talk about his family. They don't talk no. about why he's there. They don't say anything about him. We just know no. he's a student of Dorothy's. We don't even know where he's from. Um, we have, like, we just know that he likes the movies and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I struggle with that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
so a man knocks on the door and he's basically just says like, oh, Mario's supposed to be here, right? Um, we have reason to believe he's in this country illegally and he takes him away. And they don't get, that's, okay, okay. The thing about this episode is, like, I don't know what their goal with it was. Right. Like, what are they trying to say? Like, are the, like, are they trying to. What are the writers, is there a message that the writers are trying to convey? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, are they just trying to raise raise awareness? Yeah, I don't know. But even if they're trying to raise awareness. weird. What are you doing? Like, you just, like, you show, like, him three times. And, they don't know. And... <clears throat> we don't know what message they're trying to commit. Like, we don't know what stance they have on it, you know? No. And then they take this story that is Mario's story. Mm-hmm. And then, like we see in the next scene, Dorothy can't sleep. And we're supposed to sympathize with Dorothy. Even though Dorothy is the reason and we're sp- we're supposed to sympathize with her because she's like the reason that he um was Not found caught. because yeah. of because of what was in the um the paper and like okay that is kind of true but why should we be sympathizing with Dorothy like i would rather them have right. spent time with mario and thus learning about mario like do kind of like a, a empty nest they could style episode followed, that focuses more on him you know they could have followed dorothy going to wherever they took mario to make sure he's okay what do you need for me what can i do to help you you know yeah yeah it's like for being a story about a person um from another country it's very focused on someone who doesn't have that experience and just got involved and honestly like I did some research about like you know the white savior trope and it's not I don't think it's exactly that because she didn't save him but it's almost like he's this like pet project of Dorothy's like she's taking him under her wing what a wonderful person Dorothy is for looking out for this person you know really she's just doing her job yeah she's just tutoring him and it's all to make Dorothy look good when the story is about Mm -hmm. Mario and like what a terrible situation he's in and they really could have like educated people on it instead of like just focusing on Dorothy um right what was they really missed the ball here they they did and it was all so vague we didn't even get to like it's 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 almost like it was written by somebody, and I'm sure it was. I just don't know anything about um, Susan Harris and, and the other writer's background. Like, it was written by, like, somebody who wanted to, do, like, wanted to make a make a statement, make a, like, have a purpose. But they knew nothing about it, so everything happens off camera. Right. It wasn't written by people who knew about it. No. And it and could have spread awareness or whatever. Whatever they were trying to do. Whatever they were trying to do. I don't know. It just That's seems like That's the whole was... problem, though, is that we don't know what they were trying to do. Well, yeah, and it's just very clear that it was written by a person who's ignorant to that, like, kind of situation. Right. I don't know. It could have been more educational mm-hmm. or more accurate. Mm-hmm. And maybe they just should have spent, like, if they, if this is a, um, a topic that they're passionate about, they could have done it in a different way to mm-hmm. actually do it justice and like or somebody who had gone through the experience could have written the episode i just um, feel like if you're gonna do an episode like this you need to have the education and 
you know, the knowledge to speak about it productively where it can send a message or, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's great to have that kind of platform and to try Mm -hmm. and use your platform, but you've got to do it right. Yeah. You've got to do it right. Um, Well, we can move forward a little bit. Um, This is just a scene where, like, we're supposed to feel bad for Dorothy. Yeah. And... You know, she's just waiting around to see what's going to happen. Like, is Mario going to get deported? Right. Um, but the phone rings, and it's Mario's uncle. And he's run away. The girls go to the movies <laughs> because they're sure that he's... Dorothy is sure that he's there. Yeah. And um, I like how in this scene they're very, like... They can't get over how graphic it is. They, like, talk so many... they talk about all these different things that are happening in the movie that are apparently super super graphic yeah i wish um, we knew what movie it was i know it had arnold schwarzenegger in it but yeah 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 it's probably like the um, terminator or something like that maybe like without saying it's the terminator yeah um dorothy finds mario in the movie theater and like he's you know going through a really really tough experience i don't know anything about it so i can't even verbalize like how he's feeling right. but um He's obviously, he's definitely upset and worried. Yeah, that's what it definitely seems like. Yeah, and he just, he does not want to go back. He says, I don't want to go back, Teach. And, um, Dorothy kind of, (sighs) like, she has this, like, innocent, you know how Dorothy's usually more jaded? Dorothy has this really innocent, like, outlook of like maybe he won't like maybe he won't send well, it's you back very um unrealistic yeah and it's it it and i she is a white person but she sounds just like such a white person that doesn't understand like mar like has no idea what mario's going through and she's like no it's fine everything's great when like this is a like something that's really like there's so much racism that goes into like the issue of immigration and she's just kind of like ignoring the fact that there's racism in the system and she's just like maybe it won't happen maybe you won't get sent back um she even compares him to arnold schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. schwarzenegger like she compares him to him but obviously he has a completely different experience from Mario because he's from a totally different country. It's not the same situation. Mario is a young boy. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a young white man who has mm-hmm. influence because he's a celebrity. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's not great. Um, and the one thing I do like about what Dorothy says is she's not totally optimistic. She does say that she can't guarantee that he'll stay. Like, right. she's not... She's not totally innocent. Oblivious. Yeah. And I do like how she volunteers to go with him to see a judge who's going to have a hearing for him. So she volunteers to go. Um, and which we don't see. Yeah. We skip forward. The next scene is um, after the hearing. Dorothy talks about how she pled his case and talked about like Mario for 20 minutes. And they're just waiting to hear what's going to happen. Apparently, the judge needed more time to deliberate. Um, so, this is where we see Rose is still Wiedenflugen and Rufflugen. And we kind of bounce back to that. And someone knocks on the door. 
And it is Sam Burns. He is a person who Blanche dated. And he brought Blanche's earrings back because he found them specifically in the cushions of his love seat. Oh, his loving seat. Yeah, ew. (laughs) (laughs) And she also left her watch there. Um, Rose's watch. Rose's watch, plot twist. Yeah. And, oh, I love how Rose just gives it to her and chews her out for spending all of her time working for her for no reason. And I love how Blanche, like, Rose... Rose like says something like, "Oh, like I think an apology is like necessary." And then Blanche says, "Honey, you don't have to apologize for sleeping with Sam. Everybody does." Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> but Blanche is not getting it. Rose just like, mm. <laughs> she she chews her out. She kind of gives it to her. She is so mad, and I would be mad too. I would be mad too because I was blamed for something and. You know, then I had to go through all of this, you know, punishment uh, and... Yeah, like, voluntarily. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they go into the kitchen to, um... Well, Rose goes and Blanche goes after her. And this is where Mario comes to their house. And he tells Dorothy that they're sending him back to his nameless country. Well, it's a lot more... Not realistic, but it's like... They're finally acknowledging, like, look, this is not... It's not gonna be okay. I have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. This sucks. Um, yeah, it sucks. And basically, um, Dorothy, like, is like, well, we're gonna fight for you. Um, I don't really know how, but she's just insistent that she's gonna bring him back. Nothing really specific is brought up. This could have been an opportunity for awareness, but it's fine. Um, well, it's not fine. But, um, she's gonna fight for him, apparently. Um, he has to go back tomorrow. He promises to keep up with his homework and, you know, they, they, they send him off and we don't see him anymore and she Ever never brings it up again. again. And, um, Dorothy kind of goes back into the kitchen with them and, um, Blanche is apologizing to Rose and all that. And Dorothy pretty much says, like, he's going home. I could use a family hug right now. And, and the episode ends on... Um, Ro- I kind of, I like the turn of the episode where Rose is like, so insistent, like, you know what, Dorothy, we're, g- I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to try and make you feel better. Yeah. Um, even though Dorothy is not the person who sh- needs to be feeling better. Right. Like, it's not her. Like, like, we're not victimizing Dorothy here. Gosh. Okay. Anyway. She could be um, sad or disappointed be... that he's yeah, leaving. But, yeah. But... but that's not the reason to be upset. No, 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 that's so true. But I do like how Rose is like, oh, we'll do this for you and this for you. You heard her, Blanche. Get cracking. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. And. And that's it. That's the episode. I feel like it started off so positive. Well. And then. It just. Like we've been saying the whole time, and I think really the issue with this episode is there was no point to this episode. No. There wasn't, like, the problem wasn't clearly stated. It wasn't complete. It really wasn't. And then also it kind of has this whole stereotype of, 
you know, Dorothy, this nice teacher who's like taking him under his wing and is looking out for him because he needs it. And it's like, that's problematic on its own. Right. And like, I don't. It's not great. I thought maybe, because I have not seen this episode in no. years. I thought, I was wondering how it would age, and I don't like it. Not well. I would have, I don't, I don't know. At least we can, like, look back and analyze it and, and try and give ways that it could have been better. Yeah. I don't know. Ways yeah. it could have been improved. Do you want to get um the Blanche count? Yes. So, um, there are two men that she mentions being with. The first person who she is going on a date with. Nice. Um, to a party, wherever, who knows. <laughs> um, and then the second person is Sam, I forget his last name. What was his last name? Sam, um, uh, Burns. Sam Burns. Um, yeah, Sam Burns. Yes. Everybody sleeps with Sam. So we definitely know that she slept with Sam. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is an odd episode, so that means it's my turn to do a lady of the evening. Um, I think that I'm going to pick Rose for this episode. Okay. Um, I, mm, even though I don't agree with her, um, like morally, I guess, doing this just to make yourself feel better. I mean, that's a lot of the reasons why people apologize anyway, so it's not really a rose thing and then she really kind of laid it on blanche when she was done wrong so i think she i think she did a nice job standing up for herself in this episode and i loved the running joke of her keep checking keep she kept checking her watch and there was no watch because she lost it yeah which also was really helpful at the end when yeah he brings back rose's watch yeah so hysterical yeah who would be your lady of the evening i'm gonna pick rose too because there's like it's slim pickings this episode it it is yeah. yeah. I just same down. reasons as you. Yeah, I thought about maybe choosing Sophia, but she I thought kind about of, that too. But she wasn't really in it. No, she didn't really bring anything to the episode, which is fine. Like she doesn't yeah. have to, but mm, yeah. What would you rank it? A three. A three. Okay. Because I liked the um side plot a lot. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two. I, yeah, basically for all the issues that we talked about, um, yeah, that's, yeah, not much else to add. Nope. Nope. But you know what, Jenna? Let's move on. All right, tell me what's next. Oh my gosh. What is it? Next week is... Season 2, episode 22. And 2 is one of my lucky numbers, by the way, so it's great. It is called Diamond in the Rough. (gasps) Oh my goodness. I love this episode. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I was not looking forward to talking about today's episode, but I cannot wait for next week. I know. I'm so excited. I... I don't know. I don't even watch this episode. No, I do watch it semi-often. But, like, it's just so exciting and good. And it's, for if you don't know what it is, it's about, we both know what it is, obviously. But it's the one where Blanche um, dates Jake, who is the caterer for an event that they're doing. Yes, but that's Um, all you're going to say. Yeah, that's 
all I'm going to say, except I know I'm going to pre-rank this episode a 10. Same. Are we going to have two 10s again? Again? Could it be? Could it be? Um, I would not be surprised. We're about to like, oh my gosh, this episode and then there's another one come. There's some good ones coming before the end of this season Yay. and we're getting close to the end. So. Yay. Yeah, yeah well. that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, we'll, we will talk about that real soon. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. And uh, that, that, that's pretty much where that goes, yeah? Yeah. yeah.